It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only, and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. Worried about retirement? Want to travel the world or just be around to watch your kids grow up? But you can't because you're drowning in debt. Now you can with Heather Wagonhalls and the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Heather will show you how to stop chasing your wallet, eliminate debt, lose financial stress, and live the life of your dreams. If you truly ever wanted to have more, do more, be and give back more, now's your chance. Listen weekly to what others are doing to manage their money better with these proven strategies for building wealth with the Keys to Riches Financial Philosophy. Now here's your host, Heather Wagonhalls. That's us. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the show, everyone. This part of the Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at keystoriches.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Woo! Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, your hostess with the Financial Mostess, and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hello, folks. And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. So we have a moolah word that you're, um, I don't know, it might make you mad. Me? I mean, it shouldn't. Not you personally, no. but people. It might make people mad. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a necessary evil. It kind of tags onto last week's vocabulary word. Of uh, of overhead. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about what that means in today's Moolah Word because we have one that's kind of connected to it having to do with expenses. Okay. Yes. And then we have a, a really great scam alert from our new scam alert segment. Um, and uh, it's about those chip and pin, the EMV cards oh. that we have. The new ones. Yeah. And all of the big retailers that have spent money on them. Uh-oh. Yeah, guess what? Something's wrong, huh? Uh-huh. There's trouble in paradise, my friend. But I was trying to tell people last year, remember, we were saying that, you know, it's not a panacea. And it doesn't protect you from online transactions anyway. You know, it's like the only way that you can protect yourself with those if you're doing internet transactions on your home computer is to be like, have a payphone installed in your home. Remember when people were doing that, when the girls would talk on the phones long distance? <laughs> so is it technology that's going to phase out? Uh, that is a good question, and we'll answer yeah. that in the segment. <laughs> we just went through this last week, <laughs> but th- that's okay. I think you're going to have to prep me for Review, revise, and recommit. We're just going to do the 12th key every week. <laughs> we're just going to do it every week. It's like a rehearsal. Week. We'll get in the, go in the green room, and we'll talk now. <laughs> Until 15 minutes into the show, and then you can. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, that's pretty funny. You're just. Uh, but you know what? I accept you for who you are. That's good. And not for what you're not. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Let's um, 
did I, so I told you about our scam alert has to do with the EMV chip cards. Uh, so let's get to our moolah word of the day, shall we? Our moolah word is non-interest expense. Now, for a bank, an expense that is not associated with attracting and keeping depositors' funds. So a non-interest expense includes almost all operating and overhead expenses, such as salary, employee benefits, unemployment tax, insurance, operation, and maintenance of facilities, equipment, furniture, and vehicles. So, uh, and to use it um, in a sentence, the non-interest expense was part of the accounting statement that included all of the details on the company's operations this year. Uh, or here's another one I think that maybe makes a better one. While interest rates have remained fairly stable, XYZ company has experienced inflation in its non-interest expenses resulting in a decrease in net operating income. Hmm. That's a lot of, that's a lot to take in for a musician. well what that means is that there um so there are necessary charges and fees associated with acquiring customers you know like you have to pay a guy and train him to be a banker to sit at a bank account to open up checking and savings accounts Mm -hmm. for you right and kind of guide you to which products will work best for you you know and so the uh that is subsidized that's an expense um that's subsidized through overhead um, and so it's um, uh, so all of that comes off of what they would be profiting, like what they're like the difference between gross and net. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we might okay. have made X amount of dollars, but we spent minus five. Mm-hmm. So we have X minus five is what our actual profit would be. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those numbers that goes into the bottom line. It's an accounting thing. Yeah. Okay. Now that I'm explaining it, maybe I'm thinking it wasn't such a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's a perfectly good word. It's a good phrase. So when you hear non-interest expense, you know what it's related to. Yeah. You know, so um, uh, it's it's not a direct fee that you pay. It's not like, well, you know, you got a $3 overdraft, you know, thing Mm -hmm. or or an out-of-network ATM fee. Non-interest expenses aren't related to specific fees to your account. It's more like for the operation of the bank as a whole. Mm-hmm. There's a better explanation. Cool. Is the musician with me this yeah, time? Yeah, um, I got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make sure I got that. <laughs> I had to write that ship. That was no bueno. That was no bueno. So uh, so let's talk about our new scam alert segment from moneycreditandyou.com. It's uh, from my – this segment is sponsored by – uh, Money, Credit, and You, How to Avoid Identity Theft, Frauds, and Scams book of mine that's coming out at the end of July. And this week's fraud and scam alert is the panacea or the bubble that was created of safety and security that all of these chip cards were going to make us so much like nice and safe and happy. And I was already telling people the first fatal flaw is it doesn't work when you still enter in your account number on yeah. the internet. And half of half of the stores don't have them, and, and half of them don't work in the store. Right? If they're still so. hand key, if they're hand keying in your account number, you are not protected. The yeah. chip does not protect you in all transactions. It only protects you when the chip is used. If you have a chip card and you're still swiping, 
It's not working. Yeah. You must insert it into the machine. Exactly. Well, check this out. Credit card distributors have spent between 200 and 800 million dollars on the new debit and credit cards to account holders. Target, Walmart, Home Depot, and many others have spent around 8 billion dollars with a B is in boy that's a lot of money wow. to install new card readers capable of reading these chips. Great effort on their end. However, retailers say the new system is highly flawed because instead of issuing chip and pin cards like the Europeans have and everybody else in the civilized world has but us, that offers a two-factor authentication. Okay, so one, it creates the encrypted key, so you must have the physical card present, plus you must know the pin number, okay, in order to affect it. That ain't what we got. What you got in your wallet is a chip and signature card. So scam artists can easily undermine this if they obtain physical possession of your card or if they clone your card Mm -hmm. with the EMV chip and they clone that chip, they can put it in any card and put it in there and sign anybody's name. Mm -hmm. So the two-factor authentication is blown right there. Yes, if it's an encrypted transaction between you – and the bank, meaning as soon as you set that, that chip in, it creates a new unique identifier for that particular transaction that can only be decoded and deciphered at the other end of the credit card company. What gets transmitted is just a bunch of garbage to you and me. Mm-hmm. It's not an account number. It's not any revealing personal financial information. It's just a series of numbers that we have no idea how to get to. And you have to have the key that's on the other side that the credit card issuers have. So the fact that the transaction itself is protected is great. So if, like, you see a a breach like Target or Home Depot, your card numbers are safe as long as they're using that chip and signature technology. But their complaint is that they're stuck with having to – the responsibility for fraud and scam detection has been put on the retailers. The credit card issues aren't tired of eating fraudulent transactions. Mm. So they make it the responsibility of the business owner to wow. look out for that. And, and But the retailers are saying, hey, we just spent all this money putting all these stinking machines in because you said that it was up to us to, to, do, to be responsible for this. And then you sent out cards that are chip and signature. They're not even the right kind of cards. So I'm responsible mm. for people that have, you know, that are fraudulently using cards. Not let's not talk about data data breach or stealing uh, of the the account numbers. We're talking physical cards yeah. are being used fraudulently. Yeah. Because the two layer of authentication just doesn't exist because they're making you sign it. And it's not like they have instant signature verification right there. It just accepts it electronically and sends it, attaches it to the data that gets sent. So it's not helping. You would if to, for chip and pin to truly work, you have to put in the chip and enter the pin. Hence the term chip yeah. and pin technology. And you, and Europe has got this under control. Yes. So their EMV cards have always had you, the chip and the pin. So you huh. t- punch, wow. put you in, in your thing. Uh, you you put insert your card into the chip dipper, and then you have always had to do a pin. So they've always had that. Mm. Uh, the 
technology is called EMV technology, um, which stands for EuroPay MasterCard Visa. Uh, but, you know, My American Express has one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everybody has it. Um, it's generic term here in the U.S. People refer to it as chip and pin technology, but we're not putting the it's pins not. in. Yeah. So it's really just chip and signature technology. Yeah. Uh, so the chip reduces fraud because of the cryptographic key. Um, if you'd like more information on this, just visit our website at moneycreditandyou.com, and then you can actually read the specific article and get all the links uh, for yourself on our website. Just drop the um, uh, chip technology into the search bar, and you'll be able to call up the article right away. Hmm. Pretty fabulous how we cool. have that. Uh, and you can also get the book, which talks about all the different scams that you can avoid too, uh, right there on the website. So now it's time for the da 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 the key the keys to riches which this week's key is um uh don't tell me don't tell start me start with the number makes it easier when you remember the number 4 number 4 uh, knowledge is power not knowing is powerful very good so yeah i didn't have to get my I'm impressed. You, didn't have to get it out. you were reaching for it, but you made it through. You did it successfully without actually having to access the data. So we're making progress here. So about three more years worth of this, maybe we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is we don't do the show every day. If we did the show every day, you would know. Yeah, I would. So that's part of the problem. Anyhow, uh, so um, yeah. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. The Keys to Riches is a financial philosophy that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. How fabulous. Sounds, sounds great. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. We do this one key at a time, one week at a time. Now, I mentioned to you guys in, uh, what was it? Uh the was it the last show when we were talking about um dreams with deadlines yeah um we were talking about our first key i think i had made a reference to the first key and that's where we come to terms with where we are and we just accept where we are either we know or we don't know and the problem is sometimes we don't even know what we need to know or should know about money and that's how this key was kind of born because it's not um what you know it's what you should know and don't that's yeah. powerful because that's the part and in powerful in a negative way that gets you into trouble because it's one thing to know. But if you don't even know what you need to know, that's a problem. Yeah. So that's what this key is created to do is to tell you what specifically you need to know in order to manage your money effectively because you have to have a starting point for your learning on, on what to start learning about when it comes to successful money management. And so I came up with this 3-5 financial plan. And the 3-5 financial plan or financial strategy, if you will, for managing your money effectively, the Unlock Your Wealth Radio Way, mm -hmm. is there are three questions you should ask yourself and five areas of concern you need to address. Miguel, uh -oh. trivia question. <laughs> Uh-oh. Do you remember the three questions? Um, where are we going? That is one of them. 
not in order, but it's one of them. Oh, okay, it's not in order. Uh, it, it's okay. Well, we'll we'll assemble the order um, later. What's the difference? I know is the last question. Okay. Uh, where am I? Where am I going? What's the difference? Ding ding ding! Bum, 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 you bum. win a free copy <laughs> of my new book, Money, Credit, and You. Yeah. Okay. Where am I? Where am I going? What's the difference? Beautiful. What what car am I taking to drive there? There you go. Uh, so <laughs> these three questions are critical because this gives us purpose. Because if we don't have a purpose to money management, then why? What are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So maybe there's maybe maybe it's four questions. What, what am we, I doing? What are we doing? What am I doing? Five questions. We're Why am Heather's, I doing it? We're doing Heather's show. There we go. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? <laughs> Where am I? Where am I going? What's the It's now become the five five financial <laughs> strategy. <laughs> Now, we like to keep it super simple, the KISS get, theory, right? It keep it's it. hot in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I've been out in the sun a little too long today. Ay, ay, ay. So, so where am I is simply uh, what we start doing in our first couple of keys. We, we make an assessment. We figure right. out where we are. So this is a balance sheet. Yep. What do I have? What do I owe? And when I subtract the two, that tells me where I am financially. Uh, So where am I going is what we did last week with our dreams with deadlines key. And those are – that's with our uh, goal achievement strategy. So where am I going is the target that we're aiming for. And the final question is what's the difference? And this is our accountability layer. In this question, and this is what we do when we practice the three R's. And what's the difference has to do uh, with two things. So one, it's uh, the the act of tracking performance, and number two, it's about cash flow. So we have our first question is our balance sheet. Where are we? This is what I have. This is what I owe. And then when we talk about cash flow. That's what's coming in and what's going out. And so if we have positive cash flow, that means more is coming in than is going out. And if we have negative cash flow, you're in a hep load of trouble or will be shortly because we have less coming in than what's going out. And the way we do our money management is we like to create a break-even scenario so there is no surplus. And the reason why we do it that way is that we get paid first. We pay ourselves first. Mm -hmm. You know, something that was established in The Richest Man in Babylon book, one of my favorites. We should, like, redo that book. Mm. You know? Update it for the times. I mean, it's a cool little story, but we should do, like, you know, an updated version. Like a millennial. Yeah, I think it's it's in public domain. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. I've heard some really crappy audio books of people reading it. I didn't know that. When was it written? Um, A long time ago. George Clausen wrote it. Wow. I think in the 30s, something like that. I don't know. I've seen like two really crappy versions of it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I live it. I could do that so much better. And our listeners are probably, you know, people always say, what books inspired you? And that was one of them. That was one one of my first ones to get my personal financial act together. Yeah. 
you know, because I was on the negative cash flow program. <laughs> I had a fabulous first husband that liked to spend, <laughs> and I couldn't work fast enough to keep up with it. He just broke me. So uh, anyway, so um, so cash flow tracks what's coming in and what's going out, and. When we have positive cash flow or break even by using the pay it first method and we treat our investments as something that we must do, not that we elect to do later, if there's money left over after we pay for all of our expenses. Uh, that way, um, uh, our review, revise and recommits go really well, go very successfully. So this gives us, when we ask these three questions, it gives us the way in which we can proceed with accomplishing specific financial goals. Like if one of them is to get out of debt, save for retirement, save for your kid's college education, whatever your financial goals may be, you've got to have a plan in place. And those three questions get you there because it tells you where you are. It tells you where you're going and what's left to get you there. Right. You know, and, and you've got to be able to have a measurement system. You know, that's what, what's the difference is. It's your measurement system. Okay, so after I spent money and made money this month, how close to or far away am I from that goal I set? Mm-hmm. And so we just constantly, continually move forward. And that's what makes the Keys to Riches financial philosophy different than every other money management program out there is because budgets and diets are bad because they're, they inherently leave something out. It's about lack and it's about deprivation. Okay. And we need to be able to choose how we respond to things. And the more you def- deprive somebody of something, the more they're going to want it. So the more you not spend on yourself, the more you're going to do it. And when you do it, you're going to blow it. So it's just kind of this mm-hmm. little phenomenon of how the brain works. Um, so it's really critical that we have this in place as we think about it. Um, did I do my break? No. Good, good. I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking it's time to talk about this segment sponsor, which is KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Keys to Riches radio listeners at keystoriches.com forward slash keep my ID. So now that we've discussed our three questions and we understand what goes into successful money management. Now let's talk about the five areas of concern that we must address if we expect to be successful in our endeavors when it comes to our financial plans and, and, and specifically achieving our financial goals. And so those five areas of concern are income and expenses, protections, asset accumulation, asset multiplication, and then asset preservation. All right. And let's just start with the first one. So income and expenses. We must get our cash flow under control. And this is tough for people. When we go to break the budget, some people are happy when we break the budget. Some people are very, very sad because they're going to have to make lifestyle choices. And again, it's not about depriving ourselves. It's about choice. It's about election, not abstention. Right. Okay. And so we have to be empowered when we make decisions because if we don't feel empowered about the decisions we make – we are not going to stick to them. Mm-hmm. We are biologically set up to fail at long-term anything management. Period. Period. We will fail. 
We are not designed to do it that way. So we have to make an extra effort. And if we're doing something reluctantly because we have to, not because we're choosing to, not because we're excited and enthusiastic about it, it ain't going to get done or it ain't going to get done for very long. So we have to frame it in the right place and we have to create an attitude of success around it. So when we talk about income and expenses, it's really simple. It's eliminate frivolous expenses. It's about making effective choices. It's not about getting rid of things. So if you like to have family movie night and it's costing you 100 or $200 because you have a lot of chitlins and there's a lot of popcorn to buy and candy and soda and crap that goes along with uh, going to the movies – You don't want to get – that's a family experience. You're like, I am not going to not spend time with my family. So now what we have to do is get creative in our choice. Yes, we can choose to have a great family movie moment. But what if we do that at home and maybe go out once a month to the theaters, but we replicate that. We get a popcorn maker. You know, you can buy those cool little cartons. I have those. I I, I fill cartons for people. I buy the popcorn boxes. Uh You can buy those um, at the uh, food supply store. Um, at the warehouses, you can buy those. And wow. so, so when people come and, you know, and I have a movie night planned at my house, I just make those up and people are like, that's so cool. Like they just, you know, so, so yeah. it makes it meaningful and it's just, you know, it's a few cents of cardboard and it's a lot cheaper when you make the popcorn than yes. when they make the popcorn sure. for 20 bucks a bucket, you're making <laughs> it for like six, including the cardboard case. I was going to say even six sounds high. Yeah. That, that, that includes the, the cardboard carton yeah. that says popcorn with the red wine stripes on it. Uh, so, so it's about being creative. Our next layer or next layer, next area of concern. I'm already in another key layers of risk. I'm in create credit. Uh, so our next area of concern is protections and people dread insurance. They avoid insurance, but they don't realize what insurance really does. Insurance is not something that should be looked at lightly. Insurance is about renting millionaire status about being able to afford whatever it is because you don't currently have the funds in the bank and it's cheaper for you to instead of for you to figure out how to have a million dollars tomorrow to pay a few bucks to have a million dollars worth of insurance yeah so it's about identifying your weaknesses and areas that you need to protect and appropriately protect them don't over insure don't under insure accurately insure yeah then our next layer of risk after that is uh Asset accumulation. So this is the savings part. We don't want to start investing until we have completely set up an emergency fund. And an emergency fund is the first thing that we set up and we throw all of our money into it. Um, any excess that we have, we, we make sure that we build it up to – ideally, we, you just want to start with a 1000 bucks because that will cover quite a few emergencies. Um, then the next goal is to have a full month worth of emergency fund and then three months worth. It should be your target because that'll take you through any waiting period to get on disability or workman's compensation claims. You have to live for about 12 weeks before that stuff kicks in. And if you don't have it, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say three months. And then we can start our tiered savings program. So in addition to that, and I mentioned just a minute ago that We want to um, essentially break even every month because we've set our savings structure up in such a way that we're spending everything. Um, And we set up a tiered savings plan. So in addition to having an emergency fund, you want to have a have fun fund. You want to have a quality of life fund. So these are like those big vacations you want to take or or, um, – 
luxury expenses, like maybe you want to have a boat or a motorcycle or RV or something like that. And then you also want to have your retirement. So you want to have tiered savings and how much you contribute to each is up to you. It all depends on your goals and how fast you want to achieve them will dictate how much goes into each one. But you want to have a tiered savings plan in this asset accumulations phase. Now, once you've been able to accumulate some assets, you can start investing in a mutual fund with as little as $100. Uh, So then we move to asset multiplication, which is all learning about investing and what you need to know about the different types of investments, the levels of risk that are are out there that will affect you. And uh, then you can start moving forward. And the final area of concern is asset preservation. And this does two things. One, it preserves our legacy and it also helps us to mitigate unnecessary taxes. Because the minute you start making money, greedy, grubby Uncle Sam's paws will get all over it to redistribute your wealth that you just worked so hard to earn. So learning these and having experts in these areas is critical to your success. You don't have to be an expert in each of these areas. I suggest you learn the minimum you need to be able to interview these people appropriately so you can hire the right financial professionals to put in place. So if you would like a worksheet on specifically the questions asked and how to interview these financial professionals, as well as this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, please visit our website at keystoriches.com. And for more great resources and interviews with money experts, visit our sister site at unlockyourwealthradio.com. For the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather wagon halls now go out and unlock your wealth today unlock your wealth radio.com is produced by heather wagon halls and the unlock your wealth foundation unlock your wealth radio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved for more information on the keys to riches financial wellness series please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.